Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello and welcome to Voice of the Church. I'm Pastor Steve Sweats, and I'm thankful that you could join me today as we spend some time reflecting upon the Word of God. And we look to our Savior. We look to the Savior to teach us. And our message today comes from John chapter 14, verse 6, where Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In this passage, we have the sixth I am statement of Christ. If you heard any of the earlier episodes about the I am statements of Christ, the context is important. We also must remember that when Jesus says, I am, he is making a claim to divinity. He's claiming to be God in the flesh. And that very claim will end up costing him his life. But it is also the truthfulness of that claim that will reward sinners a glorious salvation. So what is the context here? Well, the context of John 14 begins back in chapter 13, verse 1. It says, There it was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. So Christ is preparing to go to the cross. What we have now at the end of his life is called the Upper Room Discourses. Jesus was going to show the disciples what it was to love. And so the way he showed that to them was that he washed their feet. He did the job of a servant. And then after that, Jesus predicts his death and ascension. He's going to a place they cannot come, the way they do not know. And as the disciples are wondering about the way, Jesus says to them, I am the way. Note that Jesus doesn't say, I will show you the way. He doesn't say, let me explain to you the way. Rather, he says, I am the way. It is true that Jesus teaches the way, Mark 12, 14. He guides us in the way, Luke 1, 79. Has dedicated for us a new and living way, Hebrews 10, 20. But all of this is possible because he himself is the way. And here we see something of a glimpse of the connection between the human and the divine. God in his attributes does not merely do things like love. He is things. God is love. Jesus is the way. We should understand that statement to mean primarily two things. The first thing to understand about it is that Jesus is the way from God to man. And secondly, he is the way from man to God. And it's this second way that's emphasized in our text. Jesus is the way from man to God. The emphasis in our text is on the fact that Christ himself is the exclusive way. I am the way. Emphasis on the I. Salvation will hinge upon him. Be exclusively offered through him. Jesus is the way. But we might ask, why do we need to know the way to the Father? 
And the reason why is because sin has blocked our way. Sin has estranged us from God. If you want to gain fellowship, acceptance, and love from God the Father, you must seek this through God the Son. There isn't another way. If you don't want to spend eternity in the anguish of hell, there is only one escape. The way is a gracious way. It is free, but necessary. Now imagine for a moment being in a burning house, a frightful situation. And there in this house that's on fire, you're in a room with only one window. And there's no exiting where the door is, because that's the direction of the fire. All you have to do is to exit through the window. Yet so many people will seek another way out. They might try to find something to break down the wall, or crash through the drywall, or maybe they'll just give up and sit down, stay low, and hopefully someone comes to the rescue. All the while, the window is the only way out. The firefighter at the window says, Come follow me. How often does the person in the room respond, No, I don't like that window. Or no, I'm going to wait it out. Maybe the fire will go out. Or, or no, the fire is only in my imagination. Well, all of those excuses are utter foolishness. And yet how many do we know that are still in the room, either seeking another way out, maybe a false religion, or they don't even care about getting out of the burning building? Maybe this message today finds you in that situation. Maybe you know in the back of your mind the danger that you're in. And here we have the Lord Jesus Christ who says, I am the way. There's only one way. And if you seek to go it alone, you will never find the way to the Father. Thomas says to Jesus in verse 5, We don't know where you are going, and we don't know the way. The sinner yells, I don't know the way out of this house. And the Lord Jesus Christ responds, I am the way out. Come to me. The sinner cries out, but how can I trust you? Jesus responds, I am the truth. So Jesus says, I am the way, but he says also that I am the truth. And the primary reference to what Jesus is referring to as the truth is that Jesus is the true revealer of God. Verse 7a says, If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. Jesus is the dependable source of the revelation of God's salvation. He is the true Redeemer who proclaims himself. He not merely is the preacher, he's the very message. He came to save sinners. He came to earth to lay down his life. He was sent by the Father to carry out his holy will. And what compelled the Father to send Jesus into this world? Love. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus is the true Redeemer, the true Savior, who proclaims himself, because he is the truth. We look to the truth and the truth will make us free. John 8, verse 32. The lie likes darkness. The lie likes shadows. But the truth lives in the light. 
Jesus, the light of the world, is the truth. And we live in a day and age where we are surrounded by lies. We are surrounded by division. We are surrounded by competing voices. We're surrounded by those who say that there is no truth. There's no standard of truth. There is no objective truth, no absolute truth. And Jesus says, I am the truth. Nevertheless, just as the truth, as the true God-man, Jesus still must be trusted. To go back to the earlier illustration, how foolish would it be to be in the burning room, to have a firefighter at the window ready to help, and to have no other way out, and then to say to the firefighter, how do I really know that you are a firefighter? He might say, look at my uniform. I'm dressed like a firefighter. She might say, how do I know you won't drop me if I fall out of the window or if I climb out of the window? Or how do I know that this is really a matter of life or death? Well, if the goal is safety, if the goal is life, if the goal, spiritually speaking, is to live in eternity with God, Jesus says, no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the truth. Look to him. Believe in him. Trust him. And it will take trust. It will take trust. But in trusting Jesus Christ, God gives spiritual vision. God gives the gift of the Holy Spirit who illuminates our minds, our hearts, our lives. Jesus is the truth. So Jesus is the way to the Father. Jesus is the truth that reveals the Father's will. But Jesus also says that he is the life. All three of these concepts are active. They are dynamic. So notice the movement taking place. The way brings to God. The truth makes me free. And the life produces fellowship. The way to God through Jesus Christ alone is the way of fellowship in the covenant with God. That relationship of friendship and care with God. The opposite of life is death. Jesus is the life because he gives life. The friend of our Lord Jesus Christ, Lazarus, died. And Jesus wept. For Jesus loved Lazarus. But then Jesus went over to Lazarus' tomb and says, Lazarus, come out. He gave life. He is the life. And he furnishes us with fellowship with God. Which in essence is the only life. Without fellowship with God, one lives in death. And so, dear friend, let me ask you, where does this message find you today? There is only one way, truth and life. False saviors will vie for your attention. Your friends might tell you differently. The world will promise you that which it can never give, true satisfaction. What happens to you when you die? So here, with the ears of faith, a heart of trust, the only true Savior, who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And when you hear that Savior and trust that Savior, then walk with that Savior. Pray to the Father through that Savior. Tell your unbelieving friend about that Savior. And do not leave the path of that Savior. Faith in that one who is the way, the truth, and the life is the unbreakable reservation for eternity in the Father's house. 
What a God we serve that would provide such a Savior. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Thank you for joining me today and may God bless each one of you.